0: Welcome to A Day of Prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me.
1: Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word.
2: Hello, I'm Liz and you listen listening to A Day of Prayer's morning Bible study. We're glad you could join us. Before we get into the Word, Mama, can you open us up in prayer?
1: Yes, I sure can. Lord, we just bless your name, and we thank you for who you are, that you are the Lord God Almighty, the one who was and is and is to come. You are more than enough, God, to meet our needs. We thank you for your presence among us, Holy Spirit. Minister your Word to us, that way we understand you, Lord God, and we're able to walk in alignment and agreement with your Word, Jesus minister your health to our physical bodies your health and restoration to our minds and our hearts Lord let your peace be upon us in your presence God in Jesus name we bless you we thank you and we honor you in Jesus name amen amen amen
0: Amen. good morning everybody and welcome to our Bible study our morning Bible study we have some special guests with us today my parents uh, Mr. and Mrs. Ivan and Roberta Lucier. So we are blessed and honored to have you down here with us and so that we can study the Word together. But Let's get to it, shall we? Can I get a volunteer to read from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 21 through the end of the chapter,
3: please? I will. All right, Kyla. And it says, And the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you or again, the head to the feet. I have no need of you. On the contrary, it is much truer that the members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary, and those members of the body which we deem less honorable are those we bestow more abundant honor, and our unseemly members come to have more abundant seeming, seemliness. seemliness excuse me. Whereas our seemly members have no need of it, but God has so composed the body, giving more abundant honor to the member which lacked That there should be no division in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one another. And if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. If one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now you are Christ's body and individually members of it. And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healings, help, healings, help, administration, various kinds of tongues, all are not apostles, are they? All are not prophets, are they? All are not teachers, are they? All are not workers of miracle, are they? All do not have gifts of healing, do they? All do not speak with tongues, do they? All do not interpret, do they? But earnestly desire the greater gifts. And I show you a still more excellent way.
0: Well, amen. So, as is our custom here, I want to open the, the floor up for everybody to... Share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you, and to ask any questions that you have, right? So we can discuss the word together and learn and grow together. All right? Yes. Okay. Who'd like to begin?
4: Good morning, everybody. I just wanted to say that as we are studying the Word today, that we are the body of Christ and all of us and all of you out there, you are the body of Christ as well in the Lord Jesus Christ. And that we care as in one body, we do take care of each member. We, we um, if a foot is hurting we nurture that foot. We take care of it till it's, until it's better. That's how we should treat each other. We are all the same. And we should treat each other with honor, with grace, and the, in the love of the Holy
2: Spirit. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Okay, I will go next. <laughs> <laughs> I found verse 20D in... Oh, verse 22, sorry. No, much rather, these members of the body, which seem to be weak, are necessary. The Lord was just reminding me that everything has its purpose inside of the Lord. He didn't create useless things that have no purpose inside the body. Everything has a specific purpose, and the Lord said it's good for what it does. Like the little toe on your foot, it keeps your balance. The Lord didn't say, chop that toe off. I don't need it. They just need four. But he gave you everything that you need so that way you can go through life as he pleases and as he wants you to do go through it and the same is true here it's not just that other people may look down on it but you may look down at what your member or your role inside the body of Christ is and you eventually disengage yourself from it and that caused tremendous effects on the person in the body of Christ because the Lord has mommy says you don't know what you're going to do and who you're going to talk to and how that's going to have a ripple effect on other people so if you're unwilling to go talk to this one person that you maybe don't want to go talk to you. You don't know what the effects will be. It could lead to a whole bunch of people not coming to Christ. So we have to always be willing to walk with the Lord and go as he's directing us to go.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you, sir. Who else? Uh, one
5: second, I'm-
4: Well, there was something I wanted to say that Charles was talking about, and that was that if we keep each other above ourselves, we esteem them, and that everyone is so special in the eyes of God that we are a part of each other. So it says in the word here that if one is hurting, we all hurt. If one is rejoicing, we all rejoice because we're all a part of each other. And eventually, Jesus will come for his body, which is the bride. Mm -hmm. And we all are his bride, that he will come for us, you know, and we will be one in him all together. Now, that's an amazing revelation, but at times it's hard to always understand that you have so many parts of us, but we are his bride that he's going to come for.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did uh, you find it, sir? Yes. Okay. Well, please share it's with us. It's Ezekiel uh,
5: it. promise. It's Ezekiel eighteen.
2: What verse? One sec.
0: You find it, sir? Uh,
5: no, not yet. Well,
0: what's it talking about?
5: It was talking about. Uh, the Lord's talking to Ezekiel about if you don't tell the person to turn away from the act that you're, uh, you're going to be. Oh,
3: the blood will be on your head. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes.
5: Thought that was Ezekiel 18, but there might be another one.
0: That's okay. You just share. Just share what the Holy Spirit's talking, speaking to you, and I will find exactly where that is. All right.
5: Okay. Okay, yes, Dad. Louis, I wanted to build off what Bubby was talking about, how the ripple effect. If you don't talk to the person that the Lord tells you to talk to, then who knows the ripple, ripple effect? So Louis is sh- showing me Ezekiel. Well, Ezekiel? Where that? Where that verse was inside of Ezekiel? That if you. When you don't minister to the person that. Well. Let me phrase it this way. The Lord gave me an example. Like, let's say. I tie. I put. Tie really tight knot on my pinky. On my pinky toe. When I. Starve it of its nutrients, I can't get it to work down and be off balance. Mm-hmm. And I have to cut it off and leave it. I can't nurse it back to life, but that would be my loss. So the Lord showed me that. It's the same with the ripple effect. If you keep from nutri not nutrient uh, Nurturing Nurturing one the bodies of Christ you're not you're not going to suddenly uh, get a new one like, I have a new pinky, unless the Lord grows it back.
1: Okay, so are you saying we should take care of the whole body yes. of Christ?
5: take care of what the Lord has given you and do what the Lord gave you.
1: Okay, so we're a gift to each other then. The whole body is here to minister to the needs of the body. Is that what you're saying? Yes. So we shouldn't try to eliminate one part of it because... We don't feel the need for it, but we should love it and tend to it and make sure that we're giving it everything that God tells us to give to the other parts of the body. Is that right? Yes. Okay. You got Anything else, honey?
5: Yes. <laughs> okay. And how that brought me to my second point, where the talking to me about how if you cut off one part of the body, the whole body ends up, being changed, you're gonna start teetering one side's gonna be, one side of your body's gonna be heavier than the other, and so on and so forth. So the Lord is showing me that part, and then, which brings me to my third point. Well,
0: let's be a little more accurate, it's not that you, you teeter.
5: That you're off balance.
0: Yes, so the rest of the body now compensates, right? Yes, it and makes then-
5: do with what it has.
0: It it does, but other organs, joints, whatever it is, now have to work harder as a result. And then what are the long-term effects? Right. So over time, the rest of the body becomes, and this is in the natural, right? It becomes weaker because it has to work harder. It grows off balance. It adjusts, right? Yes. But there are some serious impacts, especially over the course of life right long term as a result of compensating for the the part that is missing or lacking or damaged or right yes okay so so how do we apply that or how does that apply to us as the body of christ as his church the bride of christ right how does that apply to us then it brings you back to your first point, right? In Ezekiel, which is Ezekiel chapter three, right? Uh, I'll read it for you. Begin the verse 17. It's seven, verse uh, Ezekiel 3, 17 through 21. And it says, son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Therefore, hear a word from my mouth and give them warning from me. When I say to the wicked, you shall surely die, and you give him no warning, nor speak to warn the wicked from his wicked way to save his life, that same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. Yet if you warn the wicked, and he does not turn from his wickedness, nor from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity, but you have delivered your soul. Again. When a righteous man turns from his righteousness and commits iniquity, and I lay a stumbling block before him, he shall surely die, because you did not give him warning. He shall die in his sin, but his righteousness, which he has done, shall not be remembered. But his blood I will require at your hand. Nevertheless, if you warn the righteous man that the righteous should not sin, and he does not sin, he shall surely die live because he took warning also you will have delivered your soul so it brings you back to your first point but the question i have all right and anybody can answer it's not just for promise how does that apply to us as the body of christ i'd say
2: it applies because we're supposed to hold each other accountable if you see a brother stumbling Over a particular situation. You should go help your brother. You shouldn't just stare from a distance. And make no attempts to go help him. That's what Jesus did. He didn't just leave his disciples on the sea when it was um, rocky. He went out and went to them. And it calmed down. What happened though is that they didn't have faith. But here he's saying that. You're supposed to go help your brother. If you see him doing something wrong. Go and. Try to lead them back, only with the Lord's guidance. Try to c- bring them back into the fold, essentially. Because if a member disengages itself, I shall say, it's just as good as cutting it off, or just as bad.
0: That's a those that are great points, sir. And it actually brings off, uh, builds off a few things that were said. Right, um, Grammy said early on about how we are. If we have, a say, a foot, right, that's in need, we um, not restrain it, but bind it, like, like put a cast, right? So it can heal, so it can become strengthened, it can reform and heal itself. But promise, you brought up something different, dealing with the toes, right? And yes. binding it, but binding it in such a way where it cuts off circulation, right? And then the only yes. thing left to do is to cut off that body part right yes where we should be like paul is bringing here a example of utilizing a human body right and he says uh well if we look at a human body i'll say it in this way right there are uh, the lord has designed it so you know meticulously and there are constantly red and white blood cells that are flowing through the body to do what
5: Bring nutrients and protect it.
0: Okay and, and heal it and bring blood and oxygen And all these other things that the body needs Right? Constantly yes. flowing and working and moving throughout And if there's an injury If someone gets a cut or a scrape White blood cells immediately run to that place Right? And try to clot it And block it up, right? Yes, yes. So we then As the body And there are many parts And many functions And I bring out red and white blood cells Because they're microscopic Right But yet they are vital To the functioning of the body Vital Right If you put a tourniquet on Or bind up your Whatever, any body part So it cannot receive blood flow It is going to die, right Yes So we then as members of the body of Christ, should be, as as described, looking out for one another, right? Especially if there are any that are injured, regardless of how slight, right? They require greater care, greater love. They require greater attention in order that they can be strengthened and return, right, to functioning properly. Because it impacts the entire rest of the body. The entire, regardless of how small the body part is that is injured, is not the entire rest of the body, uh, does not the entire rest of the body suffer as a result? Yes. It sure does. I don't care if it's just a cut on your, your little uh, pinky, right? Yes. You feel it, it throbs. You may say, Oh, my, my pinky has a heartbeat. Well, it doesn't, but right there's a throbbing pain that reminds you, right? Yes. And if you stick it in water or soapy water, right, you also feel that sting if it's not fully healed or scabbed over, right? So, so that's time later. That's not immediately, it's also immediately, but that's even after there's been time for it to heal. But the whole point is to properly care, and we can only do that with the leading of the Holy Spirit that ministers to each one each member of the body their need. Okay? Any
6: okay. questions on that?
0: Cuz there's a lot there, I know. No. no? No. Okay. Go ahead Nina.
5: Um I enjoyed that when Paul was talking about that how he earnestly desired for his children in the faith to have all the gifts of the spirit being able to use that way by God in any way that he chose making themselves available and then he said I show you a more excellent way so he was telling them not to get caught up on just this one position just this one thing but just make yourself open like you said mommy be that vessel that God can do whatever he wants with make yourself available and not cut off but don't try to snatch and grab because there's a more excellent way to do it and so I I just really enjoyed that mm-hmm.
1: you're right Layla thank you and when he talks about the the more excellent way love is that more excellent way he keeps proceeding into chapter 13 you know we know by by understanding at this point that chapter and verse was added by people later on to help us locate and to provide clarity, but it kind of separates the thought here. The more excellent way is love because when you, and we'll get to that when we read through um, first Corinthians chapter 13, it's love that never fails. And he describes all these gifts that we God gave us for the edification of the body of Christ will pass away. They'll no longer have a place, but these three will remain faith, hope and love. And the greatest of those was love because God is love. So, God gave us everything to make us complete, whole and entire, lacking nothing. But the thing that he wants us to pursue, that our heartbeat is, that our focus is, that, our, um, that we cultivate on the inside of us, it's not the working of miracles, which would be a surprise. It's not um, laying on of hands. It's love, walking in love, because then when we're perfected in love, God can flow through us to do whatever it is that he wants to do. He can meet every need of the body of Christ through us as we are submitted to him and we let the love of God flow through our lives and be the biggest thing that we desire is to love like he does. There's no limitations to his love. There's no strings attached to his love. There's no fault finding in his love. His love is accurate. It's correct. It's whole. It's entire. And that's what will satisfy everything that's needed. You know, when, when Jesus came into the earth, it says, for God so loved the world that he gave. It wasn't for God was so almighty. For God was so miraculous. Even though he is all those things, the Bible specifically says that he is love. And because of that, that's why we have our creator, our savior, Jesus Christ. So that's the preeminent thing for me.
6: Well, you know, I think there's a lot here. Um, our friend Antonio from our Thursday Bible study would say, wow, this is loaded. Um, so um, I, um, the thing that's really kind of jumping out for me personally is, um, you know, I have a tendency to move into an emotional state. And um, you know, anytime we're in an emotion that's not um, what I would consider positive, so if it's anger, fear, doubt, envy, any of those, um, we're certainly not being led by the Spirit. And so, as, we're, as I'm considering this and looking at how the body operates, even what you were talking about, John, about having an injury in the white blood cells, you know, immediately moving to do their job, what they were designed to do, um, you know, our body parts don't have any emotion. Emotion is a separate body part, as it were, you know, for our conversation. So, thinking about that, you know, what emotions are we bringing into that? right and isn't that i mean um james goes into it a little bit and talks about you know where's the warring and where's the strife come from because you covet and you don't have so how do we fix that emotional response first and look at ourselves as far as um can i truly be a body part that's operating without any emotion whatsoever right and so if, if jumping ahead if we go to second corinthians ten five right we go we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of god and take every thought captive to obey christ bringing ready to punish every disobedience when your obedience is complete mm-hmm. so we have to we have to punish our own disobedience we have to recognize it and understand that our, where our emotion is coming from so that we have the heart like bobby was saying that we get you know our first thought is how can i make this part of the body better and how can i function in line with the Holy Spirit and immediately be obedient in that prompting as if I was a white blood cell that's just doing my job without any consideration about what any other body part is doing or not doing or anything whatsoever. So that's, that's kind of where I was running with the, this, this section.
0: That's great, brother. Thank you for sharing that. Cause you're right. The, the body functions, especially the different organs and part, they just function to function. There's no emotion in it. It's just, this is my job, and this is what, my, or my purpose, and I'm going to operate in that fully, all right? And, and they do that until there's an injury. And then, of course, that organ or that body part needs assistance, and we, as the body of Christ, should be operating in the same manner, all right? It, just like Jesus did. His will was to do the Father's will, to say and to do what the Father says and does, right? To, or have for Jesus to do. And he got his will, emotions, mind, everything in check or in line with the Father through the leading of the Holy Spirit. It should be, there, there should be no difference for us in our approach.
7: I'm kind of being led to twenty three, twenty four. if I may, I'll reread it. Thanks. And those members of the body which we seem less honorable, on these we bestow more abundant honor and our unseemly members come to have more abundant seemliness, whereas our seemly members have no need of it. But God has so composed the body, giving more abundant honor to that member which lacked. In 1 Corinthians, we read uh, verse 25, in case you're wondering. (laughs) Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For consider your calling, brethren, that you were not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to shame the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to shame the things which are strong, the base things of the world and the despised God has chosen, the things that are not, that he might nullify the things that are that no man should boast before God. The Lord Almighty doesn't, doesn't hold anyone different. It doesn't matter whether you're an apostle or that you're just called to service. Yes, you have a different job, a different classification in, in him, if you will, but we're all equal. He loves everyone the same. You know, consider, for example, Stephen, first martyr in the book of Acts. Mm -hmm. You know, all he was called to do was be a servant, to wait on the tables. And yet, when he was being martyred, God chose to open up the heavens, show him at the right-hand throne of God that the Lord Jesus was standing there on his behalf. So it doesn't matter where you fit. Mm-hmm. He loves you. Mm-hmm. He wants to nurture you. You are important mm-hmm. to him. So when you're lacking, when you're hurting, whatever, those who are stronger should be there to help you.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen.
7: But don't give up. Ask for help if you need to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all like
1: this. Amen. And the Holy Spirit is always ever ready to step in. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved, not just for the salvation salvation, but when we need help in a moment, Jesus, when
4: we call his name, he'll be there to answer. And, and I've, I wanted to share, too, that in here, verses 28 and 29, when, he, when, G, when Jesus spoke concerning these giftings, It had to do with the Holy Spirit. And there was a time that the Holy Spirit only came upon a few people, just very few people. But when Jesus came in his visitation, he said to us, wait, wait for the Holy Spirit. And he would empower us. He would give us power to be able to walk in his way. And he gave us gifts. And these gifts, as Camisha was talking about, they give the the edification to each body part, and it's to build each other up. It's like La Charles said, a way of correction in love. And and these giftings are empowered by the Holy Spirit, which is a wonderful thing because it says we're not all teachers, we're not all prophets, but when the Holy Spirit speaks through you, you you know someone is suffering. You lay your hand on them, and you pray, and God will heal them. You you seek the Lord. He will give you a word, a, a word specifically for the one that's hurting, to build them back up, to encourage them to walk on, mm-hmm. to pick them up when they're sitting down in the mud. Just mm-hmm. to be, And the Holy Spirit does that through his church, through his body, for mm-hmm. each other. And that's important. That's really important. So I just wanted to share that. It's the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit will always, always be with us. The Holy Spirit is not going to become null and void. He has been there from the beginning and will be there through all eternity on our behalf, always. So I just wanted to say that to all of us and to all of you out there. It's the Holy Spirit in you that God will work through
0: amen amen and that's a great point mom because uh, as we pointed out last week i believe in the study how paul writing chapter 12 you know there are, we, we talked about how there are different i'll say um sets of gifts right and in this chapter he's discussing corporate gifts right and just as a reminder a refresher if you will it was because Early at the beginning of this epistle, this letter, he's discussing all the divisions and factions and, and dissension within the body of Christ. But now he's reached this place where he's, he's, he has addressed issues and admonished and corrected and encouraged and, and taught and, and all the rest of it. And, and he, he is here continuing teaching. This is what and why it's supposed to look like, right? This is what it's supposed to look like as a body, as a unit, moving together in unity, not being disjointed, but being put together and moving and operating and functioning as the Lord designed. And the why is so we can accomplish the Lord's purpose throughout the entirety of the earth. A a body cannot function being separated part from part all right, we went over that last week, I believe, with Ezekiel in the Valley of the Dry Bones. What was being accomplished there? Nothing. Nothing. Everything else had rotted away. All that was left were bones. But the Lord had Ezekiel prophesy to the bones. Piece by piece, part by part, building it up, the structure, and then connecting joints and sinew. All right, the next part. Of the structure, until and he kept having Ezekiel prophesy, until well the valley of Dry Bones was now people, and why? So they could move and function how the Lord had designed. Brought them from death back to life, and so they could operate. So thank you. That's a good reminder of um or point that you brought up. For the I'll say for the essence of time, we're gonna pause there for today. And um you, so with that can I guess I'm gonna close out in prayer, please? I will. Alright, Charles.
2: Well, I just thank you for today, Lord. I just thank you for giving us each other so that way we can admonish each other, Lord, and just bring us back into the fold, Lord. And just giving us the ability and the gifts that you have for us, Lord, and that you always are willing to work with us and through us accomplish your will lord but i also just thank you for everybody who is listening to these devotionals lord i just thank you for grammy and grampian that they have insight that we don't maybe see and that they can share with others lord in jesus name amen amen amen,
0: amen. Well, we love you god bless you and have a wonderful day